passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof rack, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with the eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts that you need at the prices that you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Live. Welcome to uh, Off the Rails with Blummel. Sorry, we're off to a little bit of a late start. We got a little carried away. We were discussing th- some things. Yeah. We were uh, shooting the shit. It was it was pretty entertaining, actually. Usually, we need Bubba there to kind of really get the ball rolling in, in terms of shenanigans. But I felt like we were able to carry it on without him. Um, listening to some interesting sto- stories from from some coworkers, getting caught up, eating some yogis. You made yourself a sandwich. I did. It was which, great. By the way, I saw in the fridge. I saw where you tried to hide it, but I was going to peep on it, but decided not to. But you pulled it out. You ate your sandwich. I had my yogis. I feel refreshed. I feel ready to go. Um, eight one three ninety Bubba. There's today better than like a basic <laughs> sandwich. It's it's pretty solid. I really don't eat a lot of bread anymore because in my head, like, bread is the devil, which right. it kind of is, but I need I to just relax with the deal. Yeah, I don't eat a whole lot of bread, although I love bread. You you love sandwiches. You love the cheese. You I love, love the I bread. I love bread. You love the meats, chicken, or what did you have on yours today? So it's two pieces of the little, the small, thin Dave's Killer bread, mm-hmm. and put a little bit of mayonnaise on it, a little bit of mustard, a piece of Munster cheese. Munster. Some. I feel real, like I don't like Munster, but go ahead. <clears throat> okay. Um, some thin sliced rotisserie chicken lunch meat. Yeah. Some lettuce. It looked. It was solid. And I think that was it. <clears throat> oh, pickle. And a pickle. Closs and pickle. Oh, those are, sliced, those are great. Thin sliced cloths and pickles on it. <clears throat> so good. So very good. Very excited. We have an extended five day weekend. Can't Woo! wait. Unfortunately, I'm about to start laying eggs. Yeah. And as you guys know, and I'm not here to just talk about, you know, the uh, the my uterine lining falling out of my, you know, pee. Sounds so grotesque when I say it that way. But um, there's some issues that happen before the event happens, which is that I get very, very irritable. Very not happy. Yesterday, I was in a shit mood the whole day. Also, I slept like shit, so that probably didn't mm-hmm. help. But was just in a terrible mood. So bad that, you know, my father called me to tell me that, um, because my, me and my dad share Netflix. And when I got my, when I got my new uh, credit card, because there was some uh, debit card fraud, on, <clears throat> someone got my card, whatever. So uh, I was credited by my bank and they sent me a new card. Well, everything that's connected to the old card is like, it's not working. Mm-hmm. So I haven't watched TV in a while. My dad calls me. He's like, yo, what's up with the Netflix? I'm like, oh, shit. I oh, it's update. on your account. Oh, you paid. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. <clears throat> it's on my account. Because my dad's paid for everything in my life. The last thing that, you know, the, the one thing I could do was pay for Netflix. 
I gave him the password a few years ago when I was there yeah. to watch it on his TV, and then I, he, he just never logged me out, which is fine. I yeah, don't mind yeah, yeah. So um, he's just like, hey, what the fuck's up with Netflix? I'm like, oh, shit, I got to update the card. So, um, but I was in such a mood where I didn't want to talk to anybody. I didn't want to, I didn't want to talk on the phone. I didn't want to talk to my roommate. I just wanted to speak to nobody. That was the whole goal of the day. So my dad wanted to chit chat a little bit. I was just like, I need to call you tomorrow. Cause I just feel like I'm not, not in the mood. And it really got me thinking about, um, transgender stuff because is, is Lomi doing something on the computer? Probably. It's moving. <clears throat> and I was thinking about how crazy my own hormones, and I'm not on hormonal anything, and how much it fucks with me just on a monthly basis. Mm-hmm. The fact that some people take, what is it, exogenous? Is that the word I'm looking for? Yes. Hormones. And they take that not only to maybe increase testosterone, but if you're switching from gender to gender. Mm-hmm. And the amount of hormones you got to take, I mean, you just must be really fucking thrown off for, I don't know, the rest of your life. Or maybe they're thrown off and these medications put them back on track. Mm, Right. Because the gender in their mind doesn't match the gender in their pants. (laughs) Because they got a brain of a woman and they got a dick. Which is like a horrible affliction. Like, I know we talk about the stuff with the sports and... But all that aside, like, I really do feel bad for trans... I wouldn't wish that on anybody because there's just a lot of confusion growing up. Yeah, like, people who it, are truly not, transgender. I, I mean, you know, it's definitely not easy. No, no. That would just... That would suck. You know, and and now it's, like, easier. But now we got other issues because a lot of parents are, like, pushing their kids to be transgender as if it's, like, a hobby. Mm-hmm. You know, like I used to do dance growing up or soccer and it's like now kids are just the wrong sex. It's like that's the new hobby. That's how they're going to be known for something. And a lot of people seem to a lot of parents want to encourage it. It is it is a bizarre thing to want that for your child to be transgender. I mean, if they are and you're trying to like do damage control, fine. But to kind of push your kids in that direction seems like. Yeah, I, I don't know, child abuse. You know, 20, 30 years ago plus, uh, you know, like there was a, a point, and by point I mean like a weekend or something, like or a day, where yeah. like a boy will like put on uh, heels and like, you know, wear mom's makeup or, you know, like that's common. Yeah. But like people, a parent will see that now and be like, oh no, it's, you know, he's transitioning and then they'll like try to push that. Yeah. Um, if I saw if I had a child that was a a boy, I feel like the, the the other way around doesn't really worry anybody. It's like it's like being gay, you know. In in college, you see two girls making out, you don't assume they're lesbians. It's like, oh hell yeah, they're just they're being they're, high. They're drunk. Yeah, they're drunk. You yeah. just see two guys making out at a party, you're not like, oh they're drunk. You're like, oh they're gay. That's a commitment. <laughs> right. It's kind of the same thing. Growing up, it's like if my parents saw me playing with trucks, I don't think they'd be like, oh she's a lesbian. No, and I think that's even like way more acceptable now too. Is yeah, like, but if a boy's playing with a doing doll, doing quote unquote boy things, it's encouraged to be like do yeah. guy stuff. But then the other way, not so much. If you see your your son playing with Barbies, you you're like, is this a red flag? Yeah. Which I don't. I mean, I don't think that it is. I think kids are just curious and they'll play with anything and experiment with stuff because they're just trying to like they're putting everything in their mouth. They're just trying to yeah. walk. They're trying to gather information from the outside world, and sometimes they're going to put on a 
address, especially if they have, you know, uh, sisters and obviously a mother living at home. I don't think that there's a problem with that. Right. <clears throat> now, would I, if you saw your, let's say your son, because that's this, the one that everyone seems to worry about. If you saw your son, he asked, you know, his sister to paint his nails or borrow her dress. Would you, would you stand in the way of that happening? Would you, I don't think you would go out of your way to encourage it, but would you kind of say, hey, that's, that's for girls, you know? Um, I would probably say something like that, but I wouldn't, I mean, I I wouldn't stop it. Yeah. But I would like let them know, hey, this is generally what's accepted, but if you wanted like whatever. Do it. This would makes you happy. Yeah. Um. But yeah, you're right. But I would like, uh, I don't know, I probably shouldn't say what I would actually do. Yeah, yeah. You'd, you'd beat the shit out of the kid. We get it. I would not do that. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> I, I would say like, like. I probably wouldn't like say, "Hey, let's go to the store," and they were like, "You in a dress?" Yeah, I probably wouldn't um, take them out in public unless they were like really, really persistent on it. Right, right. Sort of a thing. I, I probably would. Um, I don't think I would encourage them to. I don't know. I I would probably have a discussion similar to the one you're having. Be like, listen, this is usually for girls. If you want to yeah. do it, that's not a problem. But I'm just letting you know. Yeah, it may turn a few heads. Right, little Johnny. Because you're you're the parent, like you're supposed to teach them, and like yeah, you're letting you know, them know, hey, what, what so- society generally accepts as the norm. Right. You know, hey, here it is, and you know, you're not saying you have to do this or you have to do that, but you know, I would encourage them to follow the norms of society, just because that's you know an an easier life. It is an easier life, and I think that you're you're right. A lot of parents uh, jump the gun by i don't know 18 years when they see their kid you know put on a little makeup or something and now they think the kid's gay or trans and that is just right. not the case i know i've mentioned this many times on this show but my parents thought i was a lesbian until i was about you know went through puberty three till i last year until i started dating blitz They're like oh <laughs> She's 35. We thought she was a a lesbian this whole time i was like why are my parents sending me happy pride cards that's right. weird um <clears throat> but yeah, it was definitely a question. I definitely was a more of a tomboy. Uh, didn't like wearing dresses. I would wear like you know, I I remember wearing like I don't want to say pantsuits, but like nice slacks and a sweater, like what a lesbian would wear mm-hmm. to bat mitzvahs. But I was eleven and twelve years old, refused to wear a dress, and and that's you know society deems that more acceptable. So. Yeah. Yeah, but I I never felt very feminine. I didn't have like a very f- feminine look when I was a kid. I was a bit portly and um I just, you know, I don't know. I was just a I was just kind of like a regular kid, a little bit of a tomboy. Not yeah. exceptionally athletic big, though. Yeah, Big Red says used to wear umbros. Oh, I mean Still do. Yeah. Uh-huh. But then I kind of went through puberty, femmed out a little bit, started getting like a little bit of attention from boys and I'm like, "Oh, okay, I think this is where I, I belong. But, yeah. I, you know, you're confused as a kid. You don't know anything. I, you, people change their majors in college a bunch of times. There's, You know, you want to be an astronaut one day when you're five. The next day you want to be a nurse. The next day you want to be a dog. You, you don't know what you want. Right. You're a kid trying to figure things out. So it is a little bit bizarre that people want to give their children uh, hormone therapy before they've even uh, gone through puberty. Like, I can't even imagine giving a child, like, puberty blockers or something. Oh, like, oh fucking hell. You should be put in jail for that, honestly. You truly, yeah. you really should be put in jail for something Well, have you followed like the, the jazz thing at all? Oh, yeah. Didn't she have a show on TLC? <clears throat> I didn't see it, but I guess, like, um, I guess now, like, I, I didn't see it enough to, like, 
so here's how it is. Mm-hmm. But supposedly Jaws kind of like somewhat regrets doing. Uh, she do it. She wants to detransition. No, or... I don't know about that. But like it's like second guess is what went down. And uh, have you seen have you seen her at all lately? Not lately. No. Oh, no. I saw her in an interview with Tommy Lahren one time. How long ago? A few years ago. Okay. Two, three years she ago. She doesn't look the same anymore. No? No. What is she... Should I look her up? Yeah. What's May her I... name? Jazz, I believe. Yeah, Jazz. I forget. Franz. I forget the last name. Uh, oh. Okay. Let's see what's I... going on here. Put it on the other screen, maybe. Is that her now? Yes, it is. Okay. What's... Uh, she looks... and she's, well, she's even... That, that's a, a, a little older. Yeah. She's a little bit different now again. Even... Is she just... Is she getting larger? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. She's like... Getting big? Yeah. Um, uh, She still looks very feminine. And how old is this person? Like 18, maybe? Well, 20-ish, I believe. 20. And I think she started transitioning before she was 18, which oh, I think like is... like six. I think is... Like Honestly, criminal. You shouldn't. You shouldn't do that. Yeah. No. It was like super young. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, does she still? She still have a show on TLC or how's I that have going? No idea. We don't know. I know that like, know. um, is it uh, Ben Shapiro? I think did like a, a documentary with her, and he's like pushing it online. I think I don't. Know, I forget who it was. Yeah, I've I've been listening to a lot of Ben Shapiro lately. Getting back on the Ben Shapiro train. Um, he's so smart, but he's such a, such a, like a, like a square nerd, you know, like it's hard to relate to Ben Shapiro, but he is just a very insightful, brilliant man. But, um, yeah, he's, I can listen to him in like very small doses. You know, you want to hear a few viral clips, maybe five minutes. He's yelling at some liberal and then enough. You have to just walk away from the Ben Shapiro. Otherwise it is too much. 813 90 Bubba, if you'd like to call in um, and chat with Blummel, we'd love to hear from you. Most of you, uh, you know, maybe some of you. Um, okay, only a couple of you. Pretty much no one. Please, I'm blocking the phone lines actually right now, <laughs> now that I think about it. So this weekend, we are, I believe, on the 4th of July, on Monday, we will be going on a boat, mm-hmm. uh, permitting the weather allows us to do so. Mm-hmm. I am... Not going to say that I'm grateful for a breakup that occurred in the last, I want to say, six to eight months. But there's a group of friends that I became friends with through Will, my buddy Will. Mm-hmm. And it seems... B.A. Will. The, who? B.A.? Oh, yes. Poor Will. <laughs> um, so I met this group of friends and it seemed like there were a lot of pandemic relationships with this group okay Okay. people were feeling afraid feeling scared and they just started dating that person and all of a sudden everyone was living with everybody else so they went from single and then about january 2020 uh, a few of the guys met some girls they liked and then by mid-march they were like living together Hmm. and it was it was just it was a pandemic of relationships as well as the coronavirus and so once people started feeling less afraid and started getting vaccinated, it seemed like a lot of these relationships began to dissolve. Now, one of these relationships in particular um, was an engagement. And during this time, I really didn't see this friend group very much. 
you know, maybe partially because they knew my vaccination status mm-hmm. and these people hang to uh, hang to the left, which isn't a problem. Um, and a lot of the women that they started dating were, uh, let's just say they had purple hair. Okay. okay. They had purple hair and they were pissed and maybe didn't shave their underarms. So um, I kind of just stayed out of the way. It's, you know, I started working here. I started becoming more involved with Bubba Army and all that sort of thing. So I kind of didn't see this group for too long. But then, as like I said, when everyone started to get vaccinated, a lot of these relationships dissolve. And unfortunately, during the um, this breakup, one in particular, a group of friends that had been friends for, I want to say, 10 to 12 years, maybe more. Um, they broke up as well because people pick sides, which was sad. You know, mm-hmm. it's like this guy brings this girl into this group that's been a cohesive unit since they were in college. The girl makes friends with the other girls in the group. And then when they break up, a lot of the girls sided with this, you know, this girl who was brought into the group and they no longer want to be friends with the guy, which is sad because the group has essentially been severed in half, maybe in two thirds and a third, you know. It's um it's sad, but the the silver lining is that now I being you know I used to be a peripheral friend. I'm now moving closer to the inner circle. Okay, because now they have less people in their group. So we're getting invited mm-hmm. by proxy of me and by proxy of Will, getting more invited to things because all of their friends have dissolved. Sure. So that now it's like you know they could only bring. Six or seven people in a boat. Well, the group used to consist of like 15 people. Mm-hmm. Now it consists of like four or five. So now I'm on the Rolodex again. Awesome. Of like, hey, let's invite Anna and obviously Blitz yeah. to join us on this boat. So we've now, we're now getting invited to pool parties. And it's one of those things too that like when that happens, like you have to go to the first couple of events. So that, you're solidify. In that, so that you're in that roster. Otherwise, yes. if you turn down the first couple, you're out. Yes. And by the way, I really like this group of people. Yeah, they're cool. Like, they're fun. Yeah, they're easygoing. They're yeah, smart. Yeah. They're successful. Mm-hmm. They're white. I mean, it's just perfect. Sure. So we're going on a boat on... on and they're not all white, by the way. I know. I'm kidding. <laughs> I pause there to piss people off. Of course. Um, there's, uh, I think there's a few Indian guys... Um, I don't know, but I don't know where they sided. You know what I mean? Because I don't know where they broke off. There are a few Indian oh, guys. Yeah, yeah. All of them were doctors, by the way. I mean, could you be more stereotypical? We got a cardiologist, a neurologist, and a uh, oncologist. So that's impressive. So, you know, I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to maybe I'm going to actually get invited to a few weddings because I was not invited to the the last wedding that they had. And I was a little bit sad you, because you need I need f- to be in a few more weddings. Yeah, we'll get to that. I don't need to be in any As soon as that thread, I'll get to that story in a second, but as soon as that thread started with the bridesmaid shit, I knew, I was like, this is why. This is why. So, um, yeah, so we're going on a boat on Monday and then going to a pool party, which is exactly how you should spend the 4th of July. Mm-hmm. Um, historically, 4th of July has been a fantastic holiday for me. I don't know about you. Is it usually, because it's not like a New Year's Eve where there's a lot of pressure to do something crazy. Right. It's kind of a more low-key holiday, and it's easy to get invited to shit because everybody's having barbecues. Yeah. Everybody's having little get-togethers. It's easy to just, like, kind of join a well an existing party. So when I was, like, fairly young, you know, like, teenager-ish. Yes. And then, like, early 20s, like, 4th of July was, like, the holiday for me. Right. Oh, because of the fireworks and yeah. shit. Yeah. 
And then I started like crewing on fireworks stuff. So I hated the 4th of July. Because it was work. Yeah, I hated it. Um, but then like uh, up until a couple years ago, for you know, the, like the five or six years prior to that, I did a lot of shows on like the first, second, and third. Because there's a lot of places that do shows those first few days, especially like... They don't want to compete with the big ones. Correct. And also like... They want to have like like this weekend. They'll want to have a weekend show and not a Monday night deal. Uh, so like you know the second, third, and you know, whatever yeah. it's you know Friday night, Saturday night, maybe even Sunday night. I, and those are like smaller shows, easier to do. So I you know I used to crew on those a lot, and then on the fourth, just like chill. And now it's like eh, whatever. Yeah. I just the past few years have been like you know hanging out low key at a friend's house or you know whatever. Yeah, my Fourth of July's for the last several years have been have been awesome. They've been great. Um, Although during, I think it was 4th of July, 2019 was um, the first time I think I was actually stalked by, by uh, means of my social media. Okay. Which is a little bit scary. I'm not going to name any names, but there was a a guy in the business. Sorry about that. Radio. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't blood. Um, It was about a year before I was fired from Cox, but I went to a, a party, and that was a lot of fun, and it was a very pride-filled event. Okay. And I um, remember, I believe I was with with Will and um, a few other people, and I remember Will was, like, looking at this chick. He's like, wow. And she was super cute, petite, long, straight, mm-hmm. like, brown hair. And then she turned around, and she had a beard because she was a guy. Oh. And Will was like, like kind of drunk and had this like oh my god i'm like what he goes i've been checking out that guy for the last (laughs) 12 minutes staring Uh, at his ass and it and it was a very petite man like we're already mind fucked him like 12 times this person was sub like probably about five five one tops oh jesus very petite frame and was wearing like skinny jeans like it looked like a female from behind okay okay. and standing not like sitting like it had the body of like a petite like Asian woman okay. sort of a deal and then turned around and like fucking beard That's with like funny. little like flowers and stuff. And so Will has a conniption and he's just like, what the fuck is going, you know, mm-hmm. sort of a thing. And then um, me and some friends went out and I posted on the, the gram like where I was and like tagged the bar as it was happening. Yeah, I was okay. there. And about nine minutes later, a guy shows up who was like kind of trying to talk to me sort of a thing was in the business and I knew he was trying to like talk, but I didn't want to see him and he shows up at this bar. Hmm. So I was a little um, concerned because I had just taken some Molly Okay, and I see him, but I'm very good at like using my peripheral and not like making eye contact. Cause once you make yeah, eye contact, yeah. you can't yeah. really deny you, you've seen each other. So I start dancing behind a very large Mexican man and just as a, like a buffer as a wall. Yes. He's like kind of moving around and I'm like tr- looking stupid. Cause I'm, I'm trying to play dumb. I'm just dancing around, but I'm really trying to, you know, create a barricade. I was like in, kind of in a corner and there's this huge like Mexican man in front of me and I'm trying to just use him as like a buffer. But then the guy does this whole thing, like, uh, like as if he just ran into me. Yeah, yeah. Oh, how I fancy you're here. Uh, and I'm, I'm like, okay, I don't even know what to do. I just took a bunch of drugs, and they're about to kick in. And then I don't even know what's going to happen because I, 
I'm pretty smooth at getting out of situations, but not when I'm fucked up. Mm-hmm. So um, we're now leaving the place. And I was with my friend, uh, my friend Kelly, that you may know. Yeah. And I was trying to go home, and this guy apparently lived very close to me, and he's like, well, we can Uber together. Mm. And I was too like, fucked up to you're like, think. like, no, I'll walk. I was like, uh, no, it's because I'm like trying to think logistically why that wouldn't yeah, work, yeah, yeah. but I'm... First of all, it would it's logistically it made perfect sense. Of course. And number two, I was uh, on Molly, so I'm having trouble thinking and doing things. And I just want to enjoy the role. I don't want to be like problem solving and shit. Mm-hmm. So I just go, I uh, can, and Kelly is picking up on the fact that I do not want to be in a car with this man. Yeah. So she is just like mama birds it and is like, she can't because she's coming with me. And like just kind of is yeah, a little yeah, bit yeah. like bitchy to him, but yeah. it was like just what I needed. Assertive. Right. And so I just looked at him like, I have to go with Kelly. She said, I have to go with her. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, you know, whatever. He he wasn't very happy, but whatever. Didn't matter. So I end up at Kelly's house and I remember I was watching this this one program called I think it was called Pose, but I was fucked up, so I thought it was called Pose. I ended up watching it again when I was sober. It's a terrible show. You're like, this is nothing like what I saw it before. This was fucking horrible. But I watched the first episode, and then I went to the bathroom, and I came back, and um, I watched the same episode. And about uh, halfway through, I go, why is this familiar? And then I realized I had repeated the Hmm. episode and didn't know because I was so stupid. But that's okay. Everything worked out just fine. I got away from this guy. Uh, finally just kind of have to, you know, there's some people, and I know that women talk about this a lot, you're just, she doesn't like you, she's just being nice, like, right. sort of thing. I, I didn't lie, I'm not trying to give you attention, I'm just trying not to be a fucking cunt right mm-hmm. now. Because either I'm a cunt or I want to fuck you. There's no in between, but for a lot of women, it's like, can you just leave me alone? Like, I'm not interested, but I'm trying not to, you know, yeah, break your spirit and... And sometimes it's better to say that, too. Yeah, and sometimes you just got to come out and say, hey, uh, no, it's, please go away. So that kind of had to it re- like go down that way. Yeah. But, I mean, that sucks, but, like, really, guys are dumb. They can't read the room. If you give them a little bit of attention, they're like, oh, well, she's in love with me. Yeah. And you sometimes you just got to spell it out. Yeah, and especially if you kind of, and you've told me this, and, you know, my buddy Will's told me this, they're like, if you leave a, uh, the crack of the door open, yep. they're like, even okay, if, there's a chance. Even if you don't think it's a crack, at, like, if there's any question, any wiggle room, like, well, I could, you no, know, it's you, like, and it sucks, but, like, you really, the best thing for everybody is to be like, look, no. I'm not interested. Goodbye. Thank you. Like, please, please leave. Please yeah. leave me alone. Yeah. So, yeah. So that was that was interesting 4th of July action packed. And then the following one was the one during the pandemic, which was which was a lot of fun. And then last year went to one of the one of the guys houses and we mm-hmm. shot off some fireworks. That was actually the weekend I brought um, uh, not plastic, Bubba, oh, the cutout Bubba. cutout Bubba yeah, to yeah. the party. And Bubba had Bubba and I had a great weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. But I'm excited that for this the, weekend. Uh, Ke- Kevin Hazlett uh, koozie caper was that that? Yes, yeah, yeah. The Kevin Hazlett koozie caper, which was great. I just walked into essentially a random house, pulled out a koozie, and there was Kevin staring back That's at me. That's funny. What's going on here? So this should be a good weekend. Um, we don't really have any definitive plans. Everything is obviously very expensive, and everywhere is um, either canceling flights or the flights are too mm-hmm. expensive, and it's just like fuck this. Um. 
I also have the bridesmaid caper, which is it was it was the literally the perfect way to start all of the uh, brides wedding festivities. And there's only, I think, four of us, five of us, including the bride. So I've never met any of them but the bride, by the way. I don't oh. know. I'm literally in a, in a group chat with like six unknown numbers, four unknown numbers. Don't I don't it's, know anybody. It's, it's the wedding of one of the people that I saw recently, correct? Yes, okay, okay. it is. And okay. that is in December. But okay. I mean, it was just so perfect in the sense that there were problems right off the bat. Like exactly what you would expect with five women. Yeah. Now, uh, do, is, yeah. There, is there any time frame of when that will be decided? I have no idea. I get a, a 941 number on my phone. Hey, ladies, I'm looking into booking so-and-so Savannah bridal trip for 10-6 to 10-9. Would these dates work for everyone? It looks like we will need three, whatever. And she sends me some links. I'm literally writing, that weekend actually works best for me. I have the 6-7th off of work. Right before I hit send, some bitch from the 808 says, I can't do that weekend. Before or after, I can. I have my kids every other week. Why so many days? I'm like, all right, so this bitch is, is problematic. 808 is problematic. Where's 808 anyways? 808 is Hawaii? Hawaii? Really? Yeah. I don't know, but it, for Hon- these- Honolulu, it says. Really? Well, I don't know. Well, uh, maybe her kids are in Hawaii or something. Then she sees them every other week. I don't know what's going on. But um, the other women were trying to explain to this this woman the, the problem, 808, that it's a Thursday through Sunday. It's just a long weekend. Just a long weekend. And she is just having a, a conniption. She's not having a good time. Well, as soon as you find out, let me know, because that's one of the dates I was looking for flights for us somewhere. Uh, 10, 6 to 10. Yeah. Yeah. Where were you looking? all over yeah but just let me know so i will i i will I'll, let you know i'll book something i'll go somewhere yeah a solo trip yeah have you gone on a solo trip before yeah to like a, a like a city and stayed at the city by yourself yeah okay not like far away but yeah yeah i was like a couple states away i was thinking about it i was like i know that's right I was I was watching a, a a girl talk about doing a solo trip and how important it is or how it's a good idea or something okay. like that and but this bitch is also like really into guns and stuff and she has her firearm and mm-hmm. you know I I feel like I'd have to I wouldn't want to go somewhere and not have a gun on me right. sort of a deal. I'm but, thinking I might uh, if if it ends up that you're going to do that whatever yeah. like I, there's some things I want to do like I want to go I actually do want to go to Atlanta. Okay. To see the Delta Museum and see the Go airport and yes, all that. Yes, do like, that, kind of Things please. that like, you ha- have no interest None in whatsoever. None whatsoever, no. Um, so something like that, maybe. Okay, that sounds good. But, um, yeah, I I don't really like going places where the destination, like at the destination, I will be alone. I don't mind traveling there by myself. That's okay. never, I almost never travel with anybody. Right. My trip with you is... Very out of the ordinary because okay. usually I'm traveling home by myself or traveling sure. to a place by myself, so that's not a problem. But I've only been at a place by myself for about two days and I fucking hated it. It was just like a weird crossover. I was in Thailand and Krabby, Krabby Beach, Thailand, and I was the tr- there was a transition of friends, so I was one group of friends was leaving me. And I was trying to meet up with another group of friends, but there was just a problem with communication. Now, what was the time frame? Like an hour, a day, a week? Two days. Okay. 48 hours. Okay. But you have to understand, like, 
one of my friends was going back to China. And then my other friend that I was trying to meet up with was like two days of traveling away. And he was going to circle back like to where I was. So I was like, do I just wait a week for you to come back to me? Mm. Or do I try to meet up with you and go on whatever path you're on? Gotcha. So I was kind of like, well, let me see. So I like, it was fucking weird. You get dressed up and you go out and it's just you. Mm -hmm. Now, as a man, that'd probably be a little bit easier. But like as a chick, it was... I remember like going to a bar and like, all right, here I, here I am. Yeah. And, um, thankfully there were some very nice people from the Yukon, you know, nice Canadians. They were happy to be there, not be in the fucking tundra. And they started talking to me and I was just so happy. Even if it, it was a bunch of like guys and they were like really ugly. I just didn't, I just needed like company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just wanted to have company. So I remember going to an internet cafe and I was like debating, you know, it's probably not, you know, financially the best decision to try to meet up with my friend. It would probably be better for me to stick around. But I remember hearing this girl crying on the phone. She was talking to her mom and she just said, you know, all these experiences are pretty much like useless if you don't have anybody to spend them with. Like, I don't know if she just went through a breakup mm-hmm. or if like she's trying to do like some solo friggin' like eat, pray, love trip on her own. But she was crying. She was talking to her mother. I think she was a British woman. And I overhear this and in that moment, I'm like, she's fucking right. Like, you have all these amazing yeah. memories, and literally no one's there with you to experience it. I got up out of that inter- ca- internet cafe, and I booked my trip to, like, some fucking, wherever my friend was, whatever okay. island. And that was, sh- like, the best decision I could have made. because it Was, was yeah. that a flight or what? Well, the way that traveling works in Thailand, it's like you take a a tuk-tuk to a bus, to a boat, to another bus, to a smaller boat. Like it was like ferry, bus, ferry, bus. Okay, so it wasn't a plane flight. It was a it was a a boat trip. It was like a two-day excursion, right? Excursion, but that in and of itself is better than just sitting and doing nothing. So I'm of the opinion that like the the travel part is is part of the destination, like. That's just as much fun sometimes as the destination is getting there. Yes, yes, and it's a lot easier to chit chat with people when they're when they're actually in travel mode because people are a little bit more. It's it's an easy open because it's like oh so like why are you going to this place that I'm going to? Mm-hmm. Or like what are you saying? So what was really great is like I get on this one like big ferry. Everyone's like burning to death. No one has like sunscreen. Um, so that was another way to kind of like start the, hey, does anyone have sunscreen? I don't want to get cancer. Mm-hmm. And then I met, and then there was just all this huge group of like people who did the, were doing the Contiki tours, which is a horrible idea because they, they had like a scheduled thing for like six weeks of what where they were going to be every fucking hour. And I'm like, what if you don't like the place? You got to stay mm-hmm. there for three days or what if you love it and you have to leave the next day? But, you know, listen, I not everyone likes to travel where you just buy a plane ticket and then figure it out for three months yeah that's to my, uh, that's uh anxiety inducing for a lot of people for me, me being 23 like not giving a fuck like that was perfect see i can't i can't do that yeah so, like, i have to have my shit planned now were you I, always like that maybe you were yeah. a little bit more adventurous when you were younger well, no, no but i've always had like a plan <clears throat> now if i have a plan and things change okay like I can do other things, I can roll with it, but like I need to have a plan so like that's the way it's supposed to go. Yeah, it doesn't have to go that way, but like a lot of it. Like I can't just be like, you know, when I get to that city on the other side of the country, like I'll find a car, I'll find a hotel. Like no big, like no, I need to like I need to know like 
this is the hotel. Mm-hmm. This is where it's at. <laughs> this is what they offer. Like, do they charge for parking? Where yeah. can I pick, where can I get the rental car at? Yeah, you know, no, we bought if, a book. Yeah, and if shit happens, like, eh, what, like you know, whatever. Yeah, no, we uh, we bought a one of those Lonely Planet books, and we're like, this will do. And then we bought tickets, and we just went and showed up in a city in Phuket, and just uh, found a place to stay. Like it was pretty crazy. Yeah, my parents weren't thrilled. My mom was a little bit concerned, but I'm like, what the? F-? And then like, I was a little bit um, my tolerance for uncomfortable environments was much higher than it is now okay so i was like oh i could sleep in a bathtub like i was just out of college mm-hmm. like i didn't give a fuck mm-hmm. now it's just like uh what's the thread count on those sheets like you know so <laughs> oh, back then i didn't, oh, care. I know. <laughs> yeah, I didn't give a fuck I've, i slept outside a few times yeah. i showered outside a few times but i didn't care i'm like that's what you're supposed to do right just act a fool and have yeah. a good time and come home with 64 dollars in your pocket which is what i did so great times. Eight one three ninety Bubba. Let's take a quick break and we will be back right after this. Have you ever thought about why your wireless bill is so damn expensive? It's all just radio waves. How much can a radio wave really cost? Seems like wireless got together and decided, I don't know, 100 bucks a month or so. I think the people will buy it. What choice are they going to have? Now, thanks to Mint Mobile, you're going to have a choice, my friend. Right now, Mint Mobile has wireless plans starting at $15 a month. That's unlimited talk and text for only $15 a month. Mint Mobile's service in comparison to the big providers are is just as crystal clear and just as good. You're just saving a lot of money. For anybody who hates their phone bill, Mint Mobile offers premium wireless for only $15 a month. All plans come with unlimited talk and text and high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Choose from 3, 6, or 12-month plans and say goodbye to that monthly phone bill. Mint Mobile gives you the best rate whether you're buying for one or a whole entire family and at mint family start at two lines use your own phone with any mint mobile plan and keep your same number along with all your existing contacts switch to mint mobile and get your first three months of premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month to get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free you got to go to mintmobile.com forward slash bubba That's mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof rack, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with the eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts that you need at the prices that you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, 
and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welcome back to Blummel Off the Rails. I like Blummel Off the Rails better than just Blummel because... Well, it's off the rails with Blummel. Off the rails with Blummel. That, but we can call it Blummel better. off the rails. Yeah, or sorry, off the rails with Blummel, Blummel off the rails, whatever. Whatever you'd like. Whatever. It doesn't matter to me. But, you know, you came in with a fistful of pills. Yes. Um, if you need to take your pills, go ahead, because my story involves pills. What's that one for? Fish oil. Ugh. Gross. This one is also fish oil. I'll start the story while you're pill taking. So as I was urinating in the bathroom just now, I started thinking about Ambien and the story that we covered about the guy who, you know, he wasn't responsible for, you know, his actions of sexually abusing the child next to him because he was on Ambien. It's not his fault. He didn't know what he was doing. If he was of right and sound mind, he never would have done that. So he shouldn't be held responsible. I'm sure that's what his attorney is suggesting. Um, it kind of reminds me of a of a situation of a, a a friend of 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 a friend. So this isn't someone that I've ever mentioned before. I didn't even know this person existed until uh, somewhat recently. But you know, you you chat with friends about things that are going on, and apparently, a friend of a friend of a friend um is suggesting that she may have been. Uh, raped by an Uber driver. Oh, damn. Yeah. And when uh, I heard the news, it was presented in a way, you know, prior to me finding out what it was, it was presented in a way like it was some, there was some good tea, like there was a good, some good drama. Mm-hmm. Um, And I was thinking like, oh, like who's in a fight with so-and-so? You know, at the end of the day, even though I hang with the boys, I'm still very much a girl. I like hearing drama, but so do boys. Boys love drama just as much as women. They just pretend like they don't, but they fucking do. Depends, Every, depends on the drama. Every, yeah. yeah, good tea, people hating each other. That's the drama of life that we all love, especially when it doesn't really affect us directly, but it's just close enough so you could feel the heat, but it's not burning you. That's the perfect amount of drama. Now, usually the drama I like doesn't involve rape. That's not what I wanted to hear about, but it is what it is, and it opens up a discussion of something very interesting. So this person, who's a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend, um, was really fucked up and apparently was uh, drinking on maybe some medication that she shouldn't have been drinking on. Mm. Uh, d- d- is An Uber is called for this person and she gets in the Uber and um, she comes to, I guess, the next morning and there's condom wrappers, condoms, evidence suggesting that some sexual activity went down. Now, she has no recollection of this. What idiot would leave evidence? Yeah, dumb. Um, and so now it seems like she is trying to sue Uber for allowing this to happen. I don't know. So um, it's a really sad situation that this person may have been sexually assaulted. But, but according to my sources, this person was being very sexually aggressive 
before she left, like with random strangers. She was okay. out with some friends. She was kind of acting unruly. She was getting a little too drunk. And mm. her, her friend said, you need to go home. Um, and she was, again, being very se- sexually suggestive to the men that were around where her and her friends were. And her friends were very embarrassed by this. And so it leads me to believe, again, I wasn't there and I don't like to make assumptions, but if she was very sexually suggestive in front of a bunch of people when she was really fucked up, my thinking is that when she got into a car with this Uber driver, she may have been throwing some passes at him. And men, being men, if given the opportunity to fuck something that's not hideous, they will probably capitalize on the situation. Most men. Probably. Now, this man was especially fucking dumb because... He left evidence. That He left evidence. Is that what you mean? That's a big thing. Uh, number two, she's really fucked up, and you can get in a lot of trouble. Yeah. There's cameras everywhere in terms of, you know, people's ring lights or uh, ring cameras, whatever. And Nest is another one. Is that a word? Yeah, blink. Yes, all I those have, sorts of yeah, things. I got, I got blink. We know you have a whole surveillance system in your house. We know. Got three of them. Um... <laughs> And people are often, you know, recording in the car. Like, there's evidence. You can't get away with anything. This isn't like the 80s. You got to be careful about, you got to be careful about who you're raping. I'm just kidding. Kind of. But you got to be smart about it. And this man clearly wasn't. So I'm assuming, again, I wasn't there and I don't know. But I'm assuming this woman was acting very sexually suggestive in the car and maybe inviting this person into her home for a quickie, okay, and um, they they go and they have sex, and he leaves, and he leaves all the evidence, mm-hmm. and that's that. So it kind of opens mm. up the door to some questions where it's like, yes, I know the Me Too um, era, we are living it, and of course, there's been a lot of things in the past that men have done to women, and men have done to men, and maybe women done to men, not historically, but whatever, uh, you know, of, of making passes at people or sexual assault or abuse because they could, because they had the power. And now these victims are taking the power back and saying, you know, you can't, you can't do this sort of thing. But then sometimes it gets a little too carried away where it's like, well, I don't remember and therefore I'm not responsible or I later regretted it and therefore you raped me. It's like, well, no. Right. No, we've all, I think, had situations where we're like, nah, probably not the best decision I ever made. You know, I've never had a one night stand, but you know, you've maybe gone too far with someone. You're like, that didn't make me feel good. Mm-hmm. I didn't go back um, and accuse that person of rape. I go, how about we learn from this college self and we don't do that with that person again? You know, I've made out with guys in, in college and yeah, I was me gross. Too. Who and, hasn't? Right. And you just go, I didn't make me feel great. I'm not going to, I'm not going to do that. And you kind of learn. And maybe it takes you a few times to learn some people. But, um, it's it's really hard. There's a lot of gray area when it comes to this sort of thing. But now this girl who's, you know, allegedly been uh, sexually assaulted mm-hmm. is kind of reaching out to all the girls that were hanging out that day and uh, asking questions. And then the lawyers are asking questions. And my whole thing is what my father taught me. Don't put anything in writing if the if they, you know, if that girl's texting you about what happened and not this, don't fucking text her. We could talk about this in person. 
Okay, we can do that, but we don't put anything in writing. No text messages about like, yeah, you stupid drunk bitch, like whatever. Mm -hmm. Anything that could take the blame off this person for whatever went down that night, she's looking to capitalize on. So you just got to be very, very careful about what you're writing. But um, I was listening to uh, to Ben Shapiro yesterday, like I mentioned previously, and he made you know great points about this whole sexual assault business, yeah, where what he that says, "Robot say," basically saying that like if you are a woman and you are at a party and you are sexually assaulted, it's never your fault. He goes, "You know, it's not your fault if you were sexually assaulted or raped or something." He said, "You know, those guys should be, in his opinion, you know, either." Um, in, in prison for life or, or, or killed. That's what he thinks. If you rape a woman, you should be killed or you should be uh, incarcerated for if life. If it's like, yeah, a, like a, 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 a forceful right. rape. Um, but yes, he also said, he goes, and also, he didn't say but, he said, and also, if you are a woman, it's probably not a good idea to be dressed, you know, in a scantily clad way going to a parties with a bunch of drunk pigs. He said, two things can be true at once. Yes. You can be making a bad decision for yourself, but in the event that something happens to you, it's never your fault, but it was a bad idea for yeah. you to do that thing. That doesn't mean that you did anything wrong. It just wasn't a good idea in your best interest. Yeah. It's still the guy's fault that raped you. Of course. But like also better decisions could be made on your part. To protect yourself. Yeah, protect yourself. And that's yourself. not victim shaming. That's just explaining the situation, saying, hey, the victim made poor decisions that mm -hmm. put her or him in a risky situation. And unfortunately, because this one man or woman or baby, whatever, is a pig, you know, assaulted this person, you know, of course it doesn't mean that she was you know asking for it but she put herself in a risky situation and you know let's have everyone kind of learn from the situation again not blaming the victim just kind of explaining what happened now with this case it's a little bit different because you know according to her previous actions and by previous actions i mean we're talking like a half an hour before she left in the uber okay apparently she was hitting on a man in front of the girlfriend the woman that he was with so there was a, you know, a bunch of women and then a couple and this drunk bitch is, um, you know, saying very suggestive, sexually suggestive things to the man of the couple and mm. calling the woman in the couple a bitch. Just starting problems. Okay. And um, I'm assuming she probably continued that sort of um, behavior in the Uber ride home. I mean, logically, one would conclude that. So if she was throwing it out there and the man follows her to her room, she's clearly consenting, but is it really the man's job? And again, like if she's not conscious, you know, and a guy rapes her, that's completely different. Mm -hmm. But if she's saying, hey, I want you to come upstairs with me. Yeah. But she's not th there. She's blacked out or whatever. But he doesn't know. He seems, you know, maybe she's a little drunk, but she seems And, and a lot coherent. of people can be can be they seem like they're coherent even if they're not like you know obviously if she's like hey you know obviously yes. okay that's you know but i know people like that like zombies they they are blacked out they have no idea what's going on and they are perfectly functional yeah i've met many people like this yeah the freaks will coons um <laughs> <laughs> will's great like it's crazy how good yeah. he is and the next day i'll be like oh I, I don't remember anything after uh blackjacks or whatever right right why do i use blackjacks i want mm. pizza yeah um let's do it this weekend okay that's fair. Um, so, yeah, it's kind of it was an interesting conversation with my resource because it's like you're trying to have this PC like, of course, 
you know, rape is never okay and blah, blah, blah. This bitch is fucking stupid, and she's well, drinking on medication that she knows she's going to be fucked up. She's done this before, and she's a sleuth whore. Right. Here's the thing is rape is never okay, period. The question is, was this rape? Correct. That's the, that's the issue. Yes. So is she just looking for a payday because she, you know, didn't consent because she wasn't fucking coherent? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, if that was me, which it wouldn't because uh i wouldn't act that way i never drink on medication like you know you talk to your doctor can i drink on this whatever um i've i've never been like sexually out there like hanging on people starting Mm -hmm. fights like that's just not my nature at all um but if i was her i think that i would maybe take a step inward you know you couldn't do it a little investigation yeah but I would take a step inward and say okay what do i need to change about my life so i can make sure that that doesn't happen again because, you know, if her friends are telling you, hey, you were acting insane at the place that we were at and you were hitting on guys that had girlfriends right there and calling them bitches, mm-hmm. you know, then you'd go, well, I was probably acting that same way in the Uber. I probably invited this guy into my home. He was a fucking moron for coming in and leaving evidence, but whatever. Yeah. But I mean, like, if who's she didn't, at fault here? If she didn't seem that drunk, like, it's it's hard to say because if if he didn't know she was that fucked up yeah then like i mean is it is it not his fault i mean no she consented in that moment and how is he but he's not a mind reader he doesn't know that she's blacked out right oh hold on let me do it let me do a blood test real quick and check and see if you make sure you're not on drugs or something yeah like like, yeah you can't you can't do that so it just kind of opens up uh a can of worms there so i'm kind of keeping tabs on this you like castings i like worms too i'm kind of keeping a a distant eye on this to see what ha, transpires. Has this person contacted authorities? I believe so. Okay. I believe they did like a, I don't know if they did like a rape kit or something. Right, but I mean like if, if you know, it, she can sue Uber and all that, obviously, but, you know, it, it has you need to be a criminal. Or not ha- it doesn't have to be. I mean, she can sue whoever she wants for any reason, but, you know, did the police think this was rape? Um, I don't know. So... I'm thinking like she called authorities or something before she hired an attorney or not necessarily. You don't have to. I mean, she, she could, you could do, you could, you know, do nothing criminally at all and sue somebody. Yeah. For an, a, you know, an I, illegal act. Then I don't know. I don't know if she called authorities. Um, I'm not, uh, that's a great question. I should probably find out. A what, lot of times though, happen. a lot of times though, an attorney, if they think you have, you know, a, a legal uh, criminal case at all. We'll say do call the cops because that makes your case better. Plus, during that, the criminal phase of it, the state basically pays for all you know, gathering of evidence and all that. And the attorney gets it handed to him and says, okay, well, now, you know, here's. Yeah, I, I actually don't think so because it's just a civil suit. Right. She's just so, suing Uber. So then. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't know. But it should be interesting to hear what happens, what goes down, because it's, uh, it's sad, but also it's like. I, I don't know if I feel that bad. Yeah. So, and obviously I don't have any idea who you're talking about. And like, I don't know the case, the mm-hmm. details and all that, but like from what you've just said, I mean, it sounds like even in her mind, it was like, well, look, he took advantage of me enough where like, I think it's worth money to sue Uber, right? but not so much where I would consider it rape because then I would call the police. Yeah. Cause if we're using these standards, you know, that we have now for when I was in college, 
then, I mean, several of my roommates were raped. Like, I can't tell yeah. you how many times I had friends come back and say, oh, I was at the Fisig house right, last right. night and I woke up in uh, Tony's bed and right. I don't remember anything. I peed the bed. I I guess we hooked up. I think I hooked up with two guys last night. I don't remember anything after blank, mm-hmm, after mm-hmm. the luge or whatever. I, right. I blacked out. So, and it's really kind of interesting because the mindset back then was like, oh, well, it's college. Whereas it, now the tone is you've been sexually assaulted, yeah. which is kind of a weird thing because then it starts to fuck with you where you're like, should I feel like, I was abused, and whereas 10 years ago, it's like, well, that was just a drunk mistake. Right. Now, again, I'm glad that the Me Too movement happened because a lot of bad things were unearthed and they needed to be sure. unearthed. But I feel like a lot of times now, instead of it just being like, oh, I was being drunk and dumb, it's like, wait a second, was I raped last night? I was yeah. blacked out. But turns out the guy that raped you was also blacked out. He doesn't remember Did you either. rape each other? Like, right. it's, it gets really strange. So Yeah, it's a weird, I mean, hmm. I, you know, obviously details matter too, but like, is it such a weird, like, I don't know. Yeah. Is it rape if you consent to something while you're blacked out? And then does, is it, is it okay to say, well, how fucked up was the other person? So here's the thing too, is I actually, I actually think in this case, it's uh, somewhat acceptable for her to civilly sue Uber and not press criminal charges. Because, like, Why? the worst thing that could happen to him, as far as I know, is that he, is, loses, if, his job. he loses his job with Uber. Okay, but forget about, like, what's the worst case scenario for him. Do you think that Uber is responsible? Um, because, because they employed someone who made a bad po- decision? Possibly. All right, that's fair. Um, Yeah, I hope this guy uh, learns not to do dumb shit like that. Yeah. Even now, if, if the girl didn't seem drunk, like, you don't know what you're going into in her, her home. Like, it could be a fucking murderer and she's into some sort of weird shit with her boyfriend where they want to kill you. Like, yeah, be be smart. Of course. Uh, you know, and I I would have a huge problem if she went after him criminally. Okay. You know. Yeah, I don't, you know, th- I don't think that's Taking away his freedom for something that, you know, again, not knowing the details, you know, that probably wasn't illegal. No, I, I don't think that there were any... um. Anything, anything was illegal here, but it just, it's, it's just kind of a strange situation because, you know, un- something unfortunate happened. You feel like you want to place the blame on someone, but who do you blame? Is it okay to blame that person? Is it okay to say the victim made a dumb decision? Because that's like, you know, sacrilegious to say, you know, God forbid the the victim, you know, made a, a dumb decision that you know maybe she didn't deserve, but yeah. you know, was kind of a a response to the way that she was behaving. I don't know. I don't know. 81390-Bubba. I mean 90-Bubba. No, you mean 90. 90-Bubba. Please don't hate me, Bubba. No, no. I, no, wait. Hold on. No, it's 90. 90-Bubba. Yeah. Um, The last thing that I'd like to discuss, I was I was watching a little Lex Friedman yesterday. I know that surprises you. Yeah, because actually, I actually had it on as well. Well, really? And I walked through my house, and I'm like, get this robot off of my TV. Who and was actually, the guest? I don't remember. It like Were was you an au- out? it was an autoplay. Okay, and I like walked out and walked back through, and I'm like, and I I actually like Lex Friedman, but I'm like I can't like I can't. I appreciate right him, but he's I not can't. very good at interviewing. I, he was 
it was the beginning where he just sits there by himself and intros what's coming up. Mm. And I was like, I can't. And that's when you blacked out. I know. I, that's why you got to watch the uh, the clips. You don't watch the whole episode. Yeah, no. Because like three hours I wanted just I wanted to throw something through the TV. Yeah. Um, I caught a clip that was like borderline interesting, but it, I don't know. I feel like there's a, a potential for certain topics to be interesting and then the people talking just make it boring. But I got through most of it and they were talking about, you know, the difference between introverts and extroverts. And it kind of got me thinking a little bit about about us because I feel like we have a lot in common. Obviously, our interests don't completely align or no. align maybe even slightly. There's a lot of overlap with like yeah. science and yeah, biology yeah. and stuff. Um, and especially like sports science. I'm really into that. You know, you always save the um, there's a guy that Blitz likes on, on YouTube. More plates, more dates, Derek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And every time there's something about like. Um, anabolic steroids, you're like, I waited to watch this video. I'm like, that's yeah. so sweet that we <laughs> could watch stuff about, you know, Anavar together, whatever. So, um, I was watching this thing about introverts and extroverts. And I think that might be one of the things that you and I have that may not be perfect, like exactly aligned, not that they need to be, but I think that you are more of an introvert, would you say, than an extrovert? Depends. Okay. Yeah, I'm kind of both too, yeah. but I feel like in party situations, oftentimes, especially if you don't know the people, you're not much of a uh, a schmoozer. You can be. I can't. But it, but you yeah. gotta kind of be like nudged into it a little bit. Um, sometimes. Yeah. Like once I'm already like, I, I gotta be nudged to get to the to get there. Once I'm there, like I don't care. Yeah, I'll talk to anybody. Like I'll carry on. Like I'm good. With yeah, that. you're you're pretty good about that. But um, yeah, I was thinking that that might be a difference. But I've, I'm definitely a lot more uh, introverted these days than I used to be. And it depends on the crowd too. Yeah, that's true. Like if I go to if I go to like you know let's say like a firework convention, even if I don't know anybody, like if we have that in common, like I can I'll right you know I'm good. But if right. it's you know like a from scratch where you don't even know this person from Adam or any interest that they have, right. and you kind of got to do the like oh you're from Connecticut talk. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I feel like usually I I'm pretty good at finding common ground pretty quickly. Like for example, I believe it was Saturday we went to the Pride thing. But before that, we went to a friend's house and, you know, it's uh, let me just describe this group of people and we'll just say no one was happy about the Roe v. Wade thing. Right. And so from there, what you can do is the way that you find common ground is you go, you know, if I was Blitz, I'd go, well. Um, How about them guns? You don't like guns? Probably don't want to do the guns thing. Probably don't want to talk about Roe v. Wade. But what you can depend on. You could probably go, you know what? (laughs) I think these people like smoking weed. Let's talk about smoking weed. Let's talk about Denver. Let's talk about how we should legalize marijuana. And that's how you find common ground with people. You know what I mean? So that's kind of where I was heading with the the Connecticut couple. You know, they start talking and it was a little bit hard to get a word in edgewise because the woman had, you know, admittedly taken an Adderall. And um, she was bouncing off the fucking walls. Yeah. So she was having a conversation with herself. Essentially, I'm like, is this what it's like to do radio with me? Sorry, Blitz. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, so that's kind of what I know. She knew it. She knew it. Yes, that's right. She had she had good insight. She was like, I'd taken Adderall um, and she was bouncing off the walls. But we we did the perfect Irish goodbye, I think, during the Pride Parade. Oh, yeah. It was one of those. We're going to just do a loop. We'll circle back. And then you just walk away and you don't see them well, again. We did the we did the like. 
hey, we're going to go over here for a minute. And we did. And then we met up with them again, kind of yes. say, hey, and then we said, oh, we're going to go that way. And we kind of went that way and did a big loop. And that was yeah. it. I can't sit in one spot at a festival or a parade. It's just you got to keep it moving. I like I, looking at the vendors. I like you look at a parade for a second, keep walking. And, yeah. If it's like a really good spot, I can. But like even there, like where they were posted up, I'm like, what and why for? is it the case when it's obscenely hot? Why does it feel like it's worse to stand still than it is to walk? Because obviously you would think that walking would be worse because you're expending more energy, you're sweating more. Yeah. But it's actually the opposite. It's for me. It's standing still in the heat is way worse well, than walking. Yeah. In well, the they, heat. where they were at, there was like no breeze. Like it was. Yeah. Like uh, that was. It was not a good spot. They stopped at. Yeah. Maybe it's the fact that you actually sweat more when you walk and it cools you down. I don't know Could what be. it is, but sitting in heat or standing in heat is the fucking worst. But I also think that you can find some reprieve when you're walking, standing under a tree. Stay there, walk a little bit, stand under a tent, you know, so maybe it's yeah. also that. That wasn't exactly my crowd. No, it wasn't. And you you were you were pretty you were pretty good. You heard um some side conversations that you weren't happy about, but I was I kept just saying, Hey, shut the fuck up, calm down. I I know. Oh, I know. I, I know only, they're saying I was dumb only shit. doing that because you were like, had you not been around, I, I wouldn't have said a shit. But. I know. But it's it's funny, it was kind of like this little game we were playing where you were pretending to be outraged. And yeah. I was freaking out that you were freaking out and trying to calm me down. Of course. So, um, but yeah, we heard some ridiculous conversations taking yeah, place like, about oh, uh, inclusivity man. and stuff. It's, <laughs> oh, I, I love yeah. listening to people who know nothing talk about um, like politics and they're just, uh, um, but you know what? Also, I'm very, very, very envious of people like that who have very low resolution of what's going on on both the right and the left yo, yeah. because then everything has, there's an answer for everything. Mm-hmm. You don't need to even consider nuance or history or anything like that or consider the other side you would think that if you really hated someone like you should know thy enemy you know what i mean like what do they really think why are they so upset about abortion like let's try to understand where they're coming from there's fucking none of that you know and i i almost would like that more because it's an easier way to live there's no cognitive dissonance. Like you and I were like, I get it, but I also get it. Mm-hmm. And they make a great point, but they also make a good point. And what about compromise? Like these people don't think compromise. Like there's no fucking compromise. No. Which is, I appreciate that because that's just an easier way to live in a low resolution way of thinking. But unfortunately, you know, us being That'd borderline be nice. geniuses. Be nice. They were just fucking stupid. Us being borderline geniuses, it's a little bit more difficult because you have to consider trade-offs and whatnot. Um, yeah. Are they stupid? I, you know, um, that's actually an interesting question. I, I think people on the extremes, yes, I would. I, would, I think they're stupid. Uh, maybe well, maybe lower one, IQ. I was talking about some of the ones that we saw specifically. <laughs> I think those people are more just brainwashed. Maybe maybe they're not more stupid. I honestly think it has more to do with like your environment um, affecting you and you you being afraid to be an outsider, um, and you really want to show your dedication to your tribe, and so you go to the the pride parade. And we went there, but you know, not that I have anything against like gays or trans people. I don't care. Oh no no no! I was talking about, and I don't either. Like I was talking about literally like the two or three specific people like we're mentioning, not oh not the, the, the group as a whole. The conversations that we overheard. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just um, number one, it's not a place for children, and we saw some kids there. Yeah. Uh, because it was ridiculously hot. I saw a lot of kids in the heat and parents were trying to fan them off. I'm like, what are you, what are you doing? Then you see a lot of 
you know, people just in thongs, balls hanging out, tits mm-hmm. hanging out. It's like, it's just not a place for kids. Right. You know, I understand that you want your nine-year-old to be woke, but maybe seeing, you know, a, a, a guy with a clit is not the way to do that. Right, right. Let's, let's try to be reasonable here. It's not a place... For kids, there's a lot of um, profanity. You know, people like to start chants like "fuck Ron DeSantis," and mm-hmm. why does a child need to be present for any of that sort of ire? Like, it's just right. inappropriate, I think. But whatever, I'm not a parent, so of course I don't know shit. I'm sure that's what people would say. But um, the best part about Pride is obviously the people watching, and just to see, like, wow. Do these people roll around like this or is this something that they just kind of let out of the woodwork once a year or what's going on? But um, it's I I feel like it's it's a it was a fun event. Do they have do they have any pride events or parades like that that isn't so sexual that like you could bring kids to? Um, I don't. Or is it all based around like it's well, it's a lot of it's like about sexual orientation and being sexually liberated so sex has a lot to do with it for sure sure. that's what it's about yeah and i mean even if you look at like non-themed raves like it's very sexualized and it's just about the music i think people just like to dress like fucking sluts and they want an excuse to do it um which is fine yeah that's totally fine but no i don't think that there's maybe a, a pride parade at disneyland Mm. that's about, you know, you see, like, Care Bears and shit. But okay. for the most part, if there's adults, um, it's going to be... dressed up in fucking leather. Yeah, it's going to be super... <laughs> <laughs> BDSM <laughs> fucking... Minnie fucking... Mouse is getting whipped. Fuck. <laughs> She's wearing a fucking strap on. All in the Latin Lopper. Latin Lopper. What did I say? Latin Lopper. Latin Lopper. My brain glitched. <laughs> So yeah, no, it's it's going to be sexualized. You're going to see a lot of balls, balls. You're going to see a lot of uh, vaginas. You're going to see a lot of people where you're like, "Wow, I wish I had that kind of confidence. I yeah. I wish I had the uh, you know." And not trying to brag, but I was probably one of the more fit people there. You know, I hope that's safe to say. But I was yeah. dressed like a fucking nun compared to everybody around me. Yeah. Um. And great. and God bless them. You know, let them let it all hang out because it's sure. weird that these peripheral groups start to latch on so it's like we heard one of the conversations that fake enraged blitz was you know the inclusivity of the pride flag and they keep adding there's been new iterations every six months it seems right with circles and chevrons and uh, i mean i'll say what what they said what she said yeah she told a a little girl on a bus on on the bus that they added the brown and black chevrons Because they wanted to make sure the flag was all inclusive and included everybody. So it's like this weird intersectionality with, you know, gay lesbian and lesbian is the main flag. And then you got the transgender, which is the light blue and pink and the white mm-hmm. and then brown and black. So it's like uh, trans your sexual orientation, your gender identity and your race right. all in, in one. But, it but, just seemed but those bizarre. were added. Those were added so that they would include everybody. Yeah. And it, not but, straight but, people or white people. Or, yeah, that was the kind of that was kind of what I was getting. At. I was like, well, it's no, it's not everybody. Yeah, it's it's certainly not all inclusive. Um, but it's in, all inclusive to apparently the only people that matter, which are gays, trans, and brown and blacks. Right, and that's what, basically what she was telling the other girl, the yeah, young girl, who was a young white chick, uh, girl. Yeah, and the and the other girl was white as well. Yes. I mean, 
Um, so it was white on white crime, which no one cares about. So it's fine. <laughs> right. Just cross itself out. Um, right. So, yeah, those sorts of things uh, I expected to hear. I, I didn't go there trying to debate people, you know. And then, of course, like the Christian guy with the big signs there. That's like, my favorite. So that was we were actually very um, pleasantly surprised to see him because it was great content. So you started filming. Yeah. And- the one at Ebor was way better because he came out and was yelling and then like a bunch of probably like UT chicks were like, oh, you don't like this? He's like, no. And they all were like kissing. Yeah, the worst. Yeah, I was like, oh, I should like, whoa. (laughs) This is the best protest I've ever seen. hell yes. Let's go. Um, So yeah, it was was an interesting event. And I mean, I think I'd go again. It was an easy entrance and exit with the bus. Yeah, that worked I was going back and forth. It was so fucking perfect. Yeah. So um, I give. However, had it had it started raining like they said it would have, that bus situation would have sucked. Really well, I don't quickly. think we would have gone in the first place. But no, yeah. no, I'm saying had we got there, and oh, and met, started raining. It was gray out. Like it could have started raining. Yeah, yeah, it could have. But thankfully, uh, the gay gods at play, um, you know, prevented the rain from falling, yeah, and I mean, it was would, a great day. I would go back just you know for the people watching. Yeah, yeah, it was the free fun. stuff. Yeah, you've got a lot of free, a lot of pens. A lot of vibrating cock rings, yeah. a lot of uh, soap, a lot of hand sanitizer, which I'm all the fuck about. So it was great. Lip balm. Oh, yeah. Fucking chapsticks all day. All right. Let's go. Guys, thank you so much for uh, tuning in with us and listening to us ramble on. Have a great weekend, everyone. Have a great weekend. We won't be live until next Wednesday, Ooh, July wait. 6th, which I feel like is a date that's sticking out for some reason. I don't know why yet, but it will come to me. Um, have a great 4th of July. Don't blow your fucking hands off. Don't get too drunk and certainly don't drive. And we will see you on the other side after our five-day vacay. Enjoy. Stay safe. And thanks for listening. Thank you, Blitz. Thank you. Bye-bye.